Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Suns insider Kellen Olson joins Burns and Gambo to talk Phoenix Suns basketball. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Kellen Olson, Arizona Sports. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Valley. Uh, oh, yeah. Can you say it again? I'm Kellen. Welcome to the Valley. Nice to meet you. Courtside with Kellen. Brought to you by Southwest Gas. Committed to exceeding expectations today while innovating sustainable solutions for tomorrow. <laughs> What'd you say? Oh my god. My anxiety's back all over again. What? That's not how it happened, by the way, but the way they edited it together, JV, he does a masterful job. That was so good. Yeah. Kellen Olsen's going to join who? us right now. We'll talk a who? We'll talk a little uh, Suns basketball. I had Terrence Ross on the show just a short time ago. Great guy. Great guy. Terrific interview. Talked about the, the decision to come here over Dallas, whether he's thinking about the future or just these next couple of months. So we talked about you know, his days at Washington with the Huskies in a Pac-10 and the guys he played with. He was on it. Isaiah Thomas was on on one of those teams. Um, that first game against the Clippers, I mean, he wasn't shy about shooting the basketball, that's for sure. No, they, they and they've needed someone like that, Gambo, for a while now. I think the, the delicate balance has always been finding someone who can do it within what the Suns do because it's pretty uncharacteristic of any player and and. That includes Devin Booker. That includes Chris Paul being that type of guy who takes those types of shots where you're like, okay, that was a bit audacious, but you need guys like that. Kevin Durant brought it back into the stratosphere a bit when he brought up that 48-win team, but you remember Gerald Green on that team, all he took was bad shots, but they went in. (laughs) It didn't matter because they went in, and he was great on that team, and I think Terrence Ross is going to be exactly what they need. I don't know how you feel about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if he ended games for them. I don't think he'll start them, but if he's got the certain... Going like he's hit at like five or six threes and he's having a good night. Yeah, put him in the corner and dare teams to play off him. I'm not a big believer in the buyout market. I mean, you look at the reason why teams are getting rid of players, right? So I'm not a big believer that you're going to get. There's never been, to my knowledge, a guy that's been a a prominent part of a championship team that they got from the buyout market. So um, I'm not the biggest believer in it. You try to help yourself a little bit. Monty was very upset with his approach the other day and how many players he played. And I think the hard time I think we're all kind of having right now is you look at everybody, and I don't know there's a lot of separation between almost all of their bench guys, you know, like there has been in previous years. Right. If you had Cam Johnson coming off the bench, you know, or if they were going to have Jay this year, like there was some separation. But now you start, you look at all of these players and, you know, Damian Lee and Akoji and Landale and Bismack Biombo and Ish and now Ross and Campaign when he comes back. And, you know, you start to look, Saban Lee, you start to look at all these guys like, how is Monty going to pare this thing down when he wants to just go to nine players? I think right now we can say Tory's going to be in there. Now, is he going to be the starter or Kogi? I'm not quite sure. I think Tory's in there. I think Campaign is obviously in there as the backup point guard. And I think Kogi is in there, certainly with how he's played recently. And he, he might be the guy that starts. So now we are at seven guys Tory, right there. Cam, and Kogi. I agree with all of those three. Plus that, the that, big four. We're at seven. Yeah, plus the right. So we've got a backup center, but there might be series game, but where they don't need to play a backup center, where they where they have Durant play the five for a bit. They might avoid that type of situation with Biombo or Landale, but in in a traditional everyday rotation, you're playing Dallas. Yeah, you, won't. you might not need a backup. You know, I might not the Clippers. Need you, you won't. You won't Clippers. really need. Yeah, and, you know, and, they did add Plumlee. 
They you did. know, they did add Plumley. So, but that's the thing. And you may go depending on matchups too, right? You may feel that Biz is better suited for one matchup and Landell for another. You, you know, know it's the one guy spaces the floor and the other guy's more of a you know shot blocker and rebounder and guy around the basket. So two different type of players. What is absolutely insane about Kevin Durant is we're talking about this as a backup five. Gamble, you could have nights where maybe you don't play campaign because Kevin Durant's your backup point guard. Like he can, he can do everything. He can do everything on the court. You just three. You know what? When it, if guys are being trapped, you throw the ball at him. Yeah. What his ability to shoot over everybody's just absolutely incredible. But I am fascinated by the the, the rotations and how much now he's got twenty something games to kind of figure this out. Yes, you know that's the good thing. So, um, but there's going to be some good players that have helped the Phoenix Suns this year that are not going to be part of this playoff rotation unless they're in a game and it's a blowout one way or another and they make it some time. Damien Lee. The heroics in the season opener? Are you kidding me? And how good he's been this year is important. He's, he's, he's pro- like I don't think he's going to play in the playoffs. Like I, I don't think so. I don't where, think there's where enough does room. He, yeah, where does he play? Landry Shamit's making ten million dollars a year. He's one of their huge additions two years ago. Oh, he's like, definitely I, not playing. I don't think he's playing. I don't think he's no. playing Gambo. But and it, then look at the and I said this to Bernsey yesterday. Look at the amount of minutes that Kevin Durant plays in playoff games. Oh, Forget yeah. about everybody else. Oh yeah. Look at Durant's minutes. He barely comes off the courts in playoff games. If it, barely comes off the court. If they're in an elimination game, he's not coming off the court. At all. He's not. The whole game. No. He's played 50 minutes in a playoff game. You know, <laughs> 50 he has. He's played over 50 minutes yeah. in a playoff game with overtime. But there's a lot of those games where you look, you, you could look at plenty of games where he got three minutes of rest in a playoff game, and that's it. Yeah. That's all he got. I'm I'm really bummed out tomorrow is not the game that he's that he's gonna be playing. He's he's been ruled out, he's listed as out on the injury. You wanted, the, you wanted it to be the home game, didn't you? I wanted it to be a home game, but I just want everyone to to see it. Because the way I've described it is in the same way DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Paul, when they got here, like when really, really great players get here from uh, people we don't see every day, you realize their greatness a lot more up close. And I'm even going to have that type of experience for Durant. But uh, a two-part series on ArizonaSports.com, I, I wrote a story earlier in the week about all the different ways they can use him offensively, like we were talking about. He can be Chris Paul. He can be Devin Booker. He can be Mikel Bridges. He can be DeAndre. But the part I'm going to be releasing later today is, is defensively, Gambo, their power forward used to be a 6'5 guy, Jay Crowder. Right. Now you got another 7 footer who protects the rim. Kevin Durant blocks a shot and a half a game, Gambo. His length is incredible. Yeah. And 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 you like you he shoots over everybody. Now, he is coming off of an injury. You know, and that they've got to monitor that and they've got to be careful. And Chris has been injured and Booker's been injured. So, you know, that's the one thing everybody says. Well, I like the Suns if they're healthy. Well, we don't know if they're going to be healthy or not. So that's their job to get these guys to that finish line. I counted four back-to-backs. Yeah. I think you've got to take the Steve Kerr approach here. I think you've got to take the Steve Kerr approach. And I'm not going to play my guys today. They're not playing. And that's just, and that's it. And we live with that. So we saw Campaign and Devin Booker both re-aggravate their injury. The timeline fortunately lined up for them, but look out in New Orleans right now. Zion reaggravates his hamstring, and now it doesn't even seem like we know if he's going to be back for the start of the playoffs. Like they're saying, multiple weeks, quote unquote. Is that two weeks? Is that four weeks? If that's six weeks, that's the playoffs right there. That's the start of the playoffs. And if you have any sort of reaggravation for anything at this point in the season, you're looking at it costing playoff games probably. So they have to be as cautious as possible. I know everyone is really excited to see. I know a lot.
lot of people bought. I had friends who texted me like, uh, "Oh, I'm looking at it. It's like two fifty for a seat. It's up there, but it's, <laughs> I'd be there for Kevin. Is he going to play? Yeah. You're getting the same text I'm getting. I'm like, and I'm like, ah, like I got I, a message. I got a message today. Hey there, I've got uh, floor tickets tomorrow for the Suns with a buddy of mine. Do you know if Kevin Durant is playing? <laughs> I bought these tickets for thirty five hundred. They oh. went all the way up to ten thousand. And I bet they're going to plummet again. So I got a message from somebody, yeah, that they, they got these tickets and thinking, like, is Durant going to play? And I'm like, not tomorrow. And me, me the basketball <laughs> junkie, I'm like, well, like, Shea Gilders Alexander will play. And he's really good. And they're like, I don't care about Shea Gilders Alexander. I want to see Kevin Durant. And I'm like, ah, that's fair. That's fair enough. But he's not going to be playing tomorrow. It looks like the next OKC game, which is a week from Wednesday, oh, Gambo, the next home game. is what we're looking at for the next home game. When you get your first in-person look at Kevin Durant, which I would encourage everyone. I'm sure you'll be there. I'm sure we're going to have a whole lot of people from the station that are going to be there alongside with me reporting on the game because getting to see him up close, he was one of the, when I first started reporting on the league like five, six years ago and getting to go to these games, he was one of the first, like getting to see him in person was such a huge deal for me. This Ish Wainwright decision, they didn't have to make it right away. They obviously are kicking the tires on other guys. I talked to James yesterday about Kevin Love and it did sound like, you know, Kevin Love made the decision to go to the Heat, but they were open to, you know, thinking about that. And then Bart will Barton just got bored, bought out. I would have to think that because there's no rush with Ish, you delay this as long as you can just to see if there's another option that, that opens up for you that you like better. Yeah, and I was about to tweet this out. I've had, I've had one of those days where I haven't even had like the 60 seconds to tweet something out. But just for clarification, Ish Wainwright, his active games on an NBA roster, like those are out now as a two-way player. He was at practice today. He can continue to practice with the team. Can't play any around the yet. team. He can be inactive, but he cannot play in any games. That goes through the postseason. So if they just want to keep him around on that two-way deal, he can also go play for another G League team right now if they want him to stay live more like that, but they do have that open roster spot. I wrote a story last week about how I believe he deserves it, in my opinion, but like you said, there's still some buyout stuff going on right now, so it's not but surprising that they're waiting like a little bit here He for is a guy that would very unlikely be in a playoff rotation. I'm I'm not sure, Gambo. He's been the second or third guy off the bench here for a month now. He's been he's the addition been of Terrence Ross yeah. and TJ. I, I just don't know. Yeah, and TJ Warren. I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if Ish would get minutes in a playoff rotation unless it's at the end of the game for a couple minutes here. Yeah, I mean, he's done a nice job defensively. I like him. I think he deserves the spot. But can you honestly sit there and say if Monty goes to a nine man rotation, he's going to be one of the nine? And we know it's not a nine man. We just mentioned like if it's game six or seven, you're playing seven guys, maybe eight, maybe eight. Because yeah. Katie's not coming off the floor. No, the only way you play Mike, playing forty plus. Yeah, if you're beating somebody by thirty, you're gonna those guys are gonna play. You're yeah. gonna empty the bench, and those guys are gonna get an opportunity to play. But that's what I am curious to see what they're gonna do with Ish. Because you're right, they can keep him around, and he can practice. He can be part of the team. If they win a championship, he gets a ring. All of that stuff with and still have that roster spot open in case you want to do something else. And you know, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe you're fearful of injuries, and you want to keep the roster spot open because if an injury occurs, you want to be able to replace. That guy. So, I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a lot of strategy involved in this decision, and it's not just, oh, we like Ish, and we want to reward him, and we're just going to give him the deal. They would love to reward him, but they've got to think about the long term and whether it's more worth it to keep that roster spot open. Great problems for them to have right now. Absolutely. All right, Kellen, always appreciate you coming in, spending a little time talking some Suns basketball with us. Thank Thank you, you, my friend.